Hey guys, happy Wednesday and welcome back to Comes Back to Love. This is your host, Sheena E. And I want to remind you to subscribe, like, share, subscribe, send it to a friend, tell everybody, listen to podcasts, even if you only got one fucking episode that you love in the door. Send it to a friend, tell them, listen, they might learn something. So let me jump right into today's topics because this, again, is a very short one, 30 minutes, guys. I haven't um retrieved my other credentials so i'm back for 30 minutes let's go <laughs> shout out to everybody that's following the comes back to love page shout out to everybody that's transitioned to my new temporary hopefully ig at sheena e official don't forget to follow like send tell a friend um because that's where i'm at now you know my other page is disabled for who the fuck knows how long but you know it is what it is we are over at, at sheena e official talking shit and looking cute and um, so this week on Instagram, I had asked um ladies who follow me to um you know give me a reason, an explanation of like why they follow me. The reason, the, and I really was just trying to. The reason I did it was I was just trying to see or um make sure or gauge how authentic I was representing myself on social media. The reason I was thinking about that is 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 simple. It's just that like in recent time, even people that I know, like people that I know well, people that I'm kind of close with, I feel like everybody's on some fake shit. And um, I was just talking to a friend last night and she was like, you know, maybe it's another platform about to come out. Maybe something else is on a verge. Maybe Instagram has run its course and when you think about it, we like was on MySpace. I don't know if y'all used to have like Black Planet, and then we was on MySpace, and then we was on Snapchat, we was on Twitter, and then like Insta Facebook, and then like Instagram kind of like took over. But I think that Instagram has become like a gift and a, a, a curse. Of course, a gift because you can reach people all over the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, people in Africa would have never heard my fucking podcast, maybe had it not been for Instagram. You know, um, I've made a lot of connections professionally and personally. I've made some money, you know. Um, and again, it's like your cousins, your aunts, your family members that might live in a different city or state. Like, you really get to, like, see them. And I mean, if you have kids, motherfuckers then literally watch your kids grow up. There's some positive sides to it, but the negative side of it as a woman, um, a self-proclaimed socialite, and um, I hate the word influencer, but the fuck I'm out. I'm out here um, as a person who's influential in a sense. I think I would be remiss if I never take the time on my podcast to discuss authenticity. I pride myself on being exactly who the fuck I am. I mean, from everything to how I speak, what I look like, like y'all motherfuckers done seen me freckle faced. If I got a pimple, you know what I'm saying? On my way to the hair salon, after the hair salon, in, in my most vulnerable moments. You won't see that on my new page because, again, like my, my long-standing page is temporarily down. But if you was following me before, you see like when I was going through my daughter's diagnosis, I've been very um, upfront and transparent. And I think maybe 10, five, six years ago, Instagram was a place where transparency was honored and 
honesty and integrity, but now it's turned into like a fucking circus where it's like if your titties ain't sitting up or your waist ain't 28 inches and your ass ain't big as the sun and your fucking wig is not fucking glued down or your fucking nigga ain't buy you a fucking Birkin or you don't drive a G-Wagon or you ain't in a Lambo truck or you don't fucking sell China clothes or you don't fuck with a rapper or your baby fucking birthday party didn't cost you 10,000 fucking dollars that you not valid. And honestly, before I talk about any fucking thing else, I just want to remind you, if you are a nurse, a small business owner, you work at the bank, you work at fucking the supermarket, you work at Dollar General, you're the manager at Popeye's, whatever the fuck it is that you do that is taking care of you. If you have children and whatever it is that you're doing that you're sacrificing and you're your your fucking ends are being met, you have food on your fucking table and shit is in your refrigerator and you probably got the best motherfucking snacks on the block. It's not about having the, the fucking newest fucking shoe and a Javinci shark boot and a nigga that's putting fucking 30 Gucci bags in a room on your birthday. That shit is superficial and it's not real. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm going to break down some of the facades, but I want to say this before I do. You're the shit. No matter what your followers look like, no matter what your likes look like, no matter what your fucking closet look like, you're the shit. We all survived the pandemic. Kudos the fuck to you. Don't let no motherfuckers on no Instagram make you think you don't have enough, you don't look right, you're too big, you're too small. Don't let no motherfucking body on no fucking computer, actually on a fucking app on a stupid ass phone, which the phone bill is probably late. Don't let nobody on no app on no phone make you feel less than because they choose to post their highlight reel a lot different than you. Because there's people like me who are just strictly authentic. When you see me out and about, when you see me in the malls, when you see me on vacation, that's really what the fuck I'm doing. I'm really having a good time and going on vacation. I've never, I just recently saw these girls, the Lyra Galores and all the little bitches go to a foreign country. I think they was in like Jordan or Egypt. And I don't follow none of these bitches, but unfortunately now that I'm on a different page, my Explorer page be showing me such whack shit, but I saw all these girls go on this vacation and not even post each other. Like they all was there at the same time. Clearly they all was doing the same thing, but they wasn't posting each other. And this made me think about, <coughs> sorry, I'm choking off water. This made me think about my situation. When my Instagram first got disabled, you know, I know a lot of motherfuckers. I've collaborated. I've put money in people's pocket. I know a lot of motherfuckers. And I'm like, damn, like when I asked certain people to post my page, it was like I was asking them for fucking kidneys. Like the motherfuckers. I mean, it's some people that literally I talk to every day and they still ain't post my page. And it's like, why is it as women that we scared to like put a bitch on? Like that we scared to put some money in a bitch pocket. That shit is whack and that shit is corny. And these fake ass fucking girls trips, these fake ass, you got a million followers. Ooh, good. So do I. Let's be girlfriends. Those fake ass relationships, that shit is whack and that shit is corny because when the sun set and the app is, and the, and the fucking phone is dead and you wipe that ugly ass drag looking ass makeup off and your frontal is lifting, bitch, you back to reality. And solid connections matter. Real friendships matter. Real fucking photos matter. Unphotoshopped photos fucking matter. I'm telling you, men are not that fucking stupid, ladies. I've heard guys say to me about women, like, yeah, she cool, but she don't look nothing like that on in real life. 
They can tell, they can tell that you took your waist in. Like you ever noticed, now here goes some, here's, here's my little, my little, um, cheat code. Okay. If you, if you, if you look at, you follow some of the it girls on Instagram, you look, I'm just going to give y'all ladies and guys. Cause I know y'all listen. I love y'all. I'm going to give y'all some ways to know that you're being fucking lied to. If you look at Instagram and you look at these so-called hot bitches pictures, they always pose not next to nothing constrictive, like not next to a couch or a wall or a design. Because when they Photoshop their pictures, they got to be in open space so that they could take the waist in, take the arm in. I mean, I've seen bitches. This is so pathetic. But I've seen a bitch. I know a bitch personally who got... I mean, who knows how much surgery? And I'm I'm all for surgery. I'm all for doing what the fuck makes you happy. But there's no way in the world that I'm going to spend $10,000, $20,000, $30,000 on surgery. And then before I post a picture on a fucking app, I'm going to edit the wrinkles out of my hand. And I'm going to edit the fucking bunion print off my toe. And I'm going to edit my fucking face so it looks like it's all one. Like, the jig is up. And I think for all my authentic girls, all my real ass bitches... I think the authenticity vibe is slowly going to come back. So I encourage you to keep being fucking real, not fucking falling for this fake ass Insta facade and like really just keeping it 100 and being who you are because it's somebody like me who's craving it. I'm so tired of looking at fucking wigs and makeup and these fake fairy tale happy lives and huh, annoying. So moving right along, I wanted to get into um, I wanted to get into some of these questions because I got some real good questions last week, and you know that was just my PSA. So I guess yeah, that was my PSA for this episode. Don't let nobody on this fucking app make you feel like you're not big enough, you're not good enough. Because I'm gonna tell you something. I having my page taken down has really showed me people's true colors. I know it sounds really fucking weird, but oh yeah. They show me people true colors and people is fake as fuck. Like super fake, like monstrous fake. Okay. Fake. So this going to get me into one of the questions that somebody asked me this week. And it was, does money really buy people happiness? And I'll say this. I'll say that we have to stop attaching things to our happiness because I was just talking to somebody this morning, one of my cousins who's going through like a hard time. And I'm like, you know, you can't say that I'll be happy if, or I'll be happy when you kind of sort of got to just be happy. And you ever seen videos of like people in um, off countries where they don't look like they got no running water. They don't, they hair not all done. They, they, they not really like in a, quote unquote, seemingly good situation, but they're smiling and they're happy. I think happiness comes from within. Happiness is a personal thing. Like you have to really, especially when you get a certain age, after you're like 30 years old, you have to make a list sometimes. Like I have to do this often in my life at 39. I have to sit back, step back and say, damn, like, am I happy? Is this really making me happy? I've made it a point to only surround myself with people, places, and things that really fucking make me happy. Like but when it comes to money, especially during this pandemic, we done seen motherfuckers scam the PPP. They done scammed unemployment. They done fucking maybe even legitimately got the money. But we done seen people buy the most obscene of luxuries. Cars, purses, 
all this shit. But these same people still be on Instagram talking to themselves in a story talking about how they got so many haters and how so many people don't like them. They be fucking delusional. So I think that money, money is cool. You know, money is needed. Money's cool. It's good. To, it's cool to have some money. You know, it's cool to um, be able to have the convenience that money provides because that's more so the tip that I'm usually on. Like, I love the convenience that having more money provides. Like, the more money you have, the more trips you could take. The more trips you could take, the more memories you could make. And those memories will contribute to some happiness. So, for me, I think that I, I purposely try not to be so fixated on how much money but the fact that I need it because it's me taking care of three motherfuckers. So yeah, I, of course I need money. But I think the things that I um, obtain with money do make me happy. And I also want to say this, which is like kind of opposite of what I said, but I think we shy away from the notion that money can make us happy because it sounds bad. It sounds horrible to be like, money makes me happy. It sounds horrible. It sounds fucking immature and disgusting, but you got to figure that out for yourself. Like I know people who are content with a $10 an hour job because they might be on section eight and they rent might be 350 fucking dollars. So working 80 hours a week for $10 an hour is cool for them. That's within their scope. You know, their utilities might be low. They overhead might be low. So in their sense, the money that they make does make them happy, but it's, it's about you being honest with yourself. We are in way old and way in enough to know that, yeah, money do kind of attribute to happiness. But the pursuit of it, like, we got to be careful with the money thing. Um, I always try to, like, instill this in my kids, and I try to reiterate it within my own self. Like, you can't chase the money. And I know anybody that you ever heard talk about dreams or aspirations or opening a business or running a business or anything like that. They always say like, just do what you love and the money going to come. I am a firm believer in that. And I am a, 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 I have had that happen to me. I've always loved to write. I've been writing since I was a little fucking girl, since I was seven, eight years old. I've been writing poetry. I've been writing my feelings. I've been writing, writing, writing. And I was in a tragic situation. Um, I got bit by a spider and I was in the hospital for a long time. And in the, the time that frame that I got bit by the spider, I, I was in a very humbling time in my life. My daughter had got diagnosed with autism. I was working overnight at a hotel. I had lied and said I did fucking audit before because I knew I only could work at night, which was the 11 to 7 a.m. shift. And I feel like I had humbled myself. Like, you know, like I, I wasn't going out. It wasn't no 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 clothes and Gucci, Louis, Fendi, Prada going on. It wasn't none of that shit going on. I literally was starting over. I was I was making fucking literal pennies. I was making pennies, but I was making those pennies work. And that goes back to how I was just like, you know, some people is happy making. And I wasn't happy. I was miserable as fuck because my daughter wasn't doing well. But I had to work because I had three mouths to feed, you know? So I got bit by a spider and I ended up in the hospital um, over a whole summer consecutively. Like I kept going back and forth in the hospital. And I remember um, one night I was in the hospital and I was by myself and it was like right after surgery and I was laying in bed and I was like, damn God, like how the fuck did you let this happen to me? And then that, that vulgar, the feeling was that vulgar. Like how could this happen to me? I'm doing everything right. I wasn't fuck. I wasn't having sex. I was, I was celibate for like four years. 
um, through my daughter's um, autism experience. I wasn't dating. It wasn't a man that could get the fuck close to me, okay? I was slowly bringing myself out of this depression. I was pitting my daughter in the best therapies. I was literally, literally humbling myself, making... I've never seen a paycheck that low in my fucking life, okay? I was 30... I was about 34 years old making 14 something dollars an hour. It was so fucking pathetic and miserable and horrible. And, and right before that, God had blessed me with a new car. I had got a new car and I was like, damn, you know, like God is really looking out for me because who the fuck would think I could get a new car with this low ass pay stuff? But I did. And I got bit by the spider and I was laying in the bed and I was like, damn, like why did this happen to me? I was doing everything right, quote unquote. And I was praying real hard and I was like, God, please give me a sign. Tell me what I'm supposed to be doing. Because at this point, I know I can't go back to the hotel because I'm like planning on suing they motherfucking asses. I got, done got bit by the spider at work. It was all this stuff going on. And I promise y'all, I woke up the next day and both of my hands were swollen, swollen to the point that I couldn't bend my fingers. And all I could think about is, oh, God want me to write. And once I recovered and I got back home, I sat in the same seat that I'm sitting in right fucking now recording this podcast, and I wrote my first book. I woke up every morning like I was going to work, and I wrote my first book. And my first book um, gained me um, confidence as a writer. It brought buku money into my household. Um, I was able to sell thousands of copies of my book right out of my own hand, self-published, beautiful book. It's called Along Came Autism. Um, I wrote my first book and I changed the narrative of my life. I started doing what I love, writing, speaking, talking to people. I started getting hired for speaking engagements, just started experiencing the high level living that I never thought was possible being like a single broke ass bitch, um, who daughter just got diagnosed with autism. So I am a firm believer of do what you love. The money will come because I literally sat down, did what I love and, the money came and thank God I have been able to sustain myself and um, my children, even through this pandemic with books, with writing, with speaking, with talking my shit. And um, I've been blessed. I've been blessed in that sense. But I think that the the thought of money, um, greed, you know, is one thing that, that, that happens. Being greedy is one of the things that happens when it when we start to focus a lot on the actual denominator of, of cash money. And I think it has such a negative, it gets such a negative rap because again, so many people choose greed and so many people um do things that you would, would not expect them to do or that you would be um you are disappointed in them doing the way that they respond to the need or the quest for money. So I think to answer that question in my such a long-winded way, I think money does buy happiness. It just depends what makes you happy, and it depends how much money you desire in order to fulfill those things. Because let's be clear, you ain't going to be nothing, get nothing broke. You get nothing broke. Um, I wanted to also answer this other question. I got so many good questions. I'm going to address some of them next time, too, I promise. Um. And this started to make, this is, this is piggybacking off my first subject where I'm like, you know, fake shit, fake shit. And somebody asked me, why do women get funny when they get a little bit of money? And to me, that's like such a personal question. Like, I don't know if you know somebody who, 
um, recently came into some money or, but it's a real simple answer to that question. My grandmother used to always say, you can always tell when the motherfucker ain't used to shit. And with this Instagram and this, this, this pandemic money and all this shit that went on, you could most definitely tell who ain't used to shit. And what, and what that statement really means when you break it down is like, you could tell who, who, who wasn't fly as a kid and who probably didn't get new sneakers every Friday and all that shit. Cause me and my sister got new sneakers. We used to go to my uncle every Friday and get new sneakers. And I was a sex baby. My Christmases was elaborate and amazing. You know, that's why I'm the bougie bitch that I am because of the way that I was brought up. So I don't really know too many women in my immediate circle that act funny when they get some money, but I do know some bitches. I do know some pandemic princesses who came up through this pandemic and baby, you can't tell them they ain't motherfucking Cardi B, okay? I mean, bitches then went on Fashion File and got them a Birkin and all. Like, bitches is really showing off, but I feel like the lack of authenticity, again, we're back to being authentic. The lack of authenticity and the lack of people actually really being who you think they are shows when it comes to their, those kind of situations. Of course they act funny because they ain't never had no fucking money. And some people lead with their money. So yes, the money that makes us happy, the money that brings us happiness sometimes could be all a motherfucker got going for them. All they got going for them is they got a couple dollars. So they got to buy friendships. You know what I'm saying? They treat people fucked up when they're not on the same financial level as them. And you can tell. You can tell. So real bitches, real ass bitches like me, we don't act funny when it comes to no fucking money because we always had money. And we understand that money comes and money goes. And it's not how much money you make. It's how much motherfucking money you keep at the end of the day. Because there ain't no ain't no adult around. Ain't no adult listening to my voice that ain't ran through a million in their lifetime. Shit, maybe even a couple. But it ain't how much money you make, my love. I'm sorry to bust the bubble. It's about how much money you motherfucking keep. So can't nobody intimidate me with no big purse with, that's empty. Can't nobody intimidate me that's living this La Vida Loca life on Instagram. And then when we go somewhere, you ain't even got the fucking $120 towards the bill. It, that's not going to work. So I want to lighten it up a little bit <laughs> towards the end of this um, episode. Thank you again for listening. And please fucking subscribe. I would love you for life. So somebody asked me. He's going to get me to this story, okay? Somebody asked me if I would fuck a man with an uncircumcised dick. <clears throat> this is something that is very sensitive. I, okay, two things. One, I was talking to this guy once, right? I was, me and my sister was in the car together and we was, I don't know what made us talk about being uncircumcised, but me and my sister riding in the car, this was years ago. We riding in the car together. We started talking about how, ill I'm not fucking pulling out no lint off nobody's dick before I suck. We was going on and on and on and on, but I was on the phone with a, one of my guy, with this guy I was talking to at the time and the, he, the phone got real, real quiet and he hung up. <laughs> I thought the phone went out because we was like on the highway. But when I when I called him back, I realized he got his feelings was fucking hurt because his ass ain't circumcised. Now, I wasn't never planning on fucking him anyway. But baby, when I found out that motherfucker wasn't circumcised, I definitely was like, oh, yeah, he ain't never getting none of this pussy. I, it's so crazy because me and him went on, on a trip, right? And um, after the fact, I mean, he was literally, he was really, really hurt about being circumcised. Oh, my God. I, I'm skipping apart. He was so hurt that I said that I went, that he heard me saying to my sister, I wouldn't fuck a nigga that wasn't circumcised. He went as an adult and got circumcised. <laughs> Swear to God, y'all. And I promise on my kids, I never fucked him. 
circumcised or uncircumcised. I never fucked them. I never sucked his dick. I don't know why that motherfucker went and got, got that dick chopped. And you know, it's like way more risky when you get older. <laughs> but okay, here's my other circumcised story. Oh, this, this is a funny uncircumcised dick story. So I am, I'm waving a flag that I have never had sex with someone that I know of that wasn't circumcised because I've looked at um, videos and pictures of uncircumcised dicks and some of them got like a lot of foreskin and some of them don't. But I know that a lot of foreigners are known to not be circumcised, but the ones I've um, world with were, thank you, Jesus. But okay. So, so once I was having phone, this is hard. But once I was having phone sex with somebody, right. And it was like video chat phone sex. And when he went down to his dick, oh my God, y'all. When he went down to his fucking dick, right? And the dick was a nice size, right? So he went down to his dick and it wasn't circumcised. And I was like trying to look in the camera and like play with my pussy and like do the shit that I was supposed to be doing. Cause this nigga had paid for this this um video sex. So I was trying to make it good, right? But every time I looked at the camera, I kept seeing like, when he like stroked his dick, like it would like yank back up and yank back. Oh my God. It was so fucking disgusting. I swear to God, y'all. So I pretended like the phone fell off the, um, cause I had it like up on the tripod thing. I dropped the phone off the tripod thing. I literally fucking threw up. Okay. Threw the fuck up. And I had to come back. I'm like, oh my God, baby, the camera fell. So I ran back and I put the camera back on the tripod, but I promise y'all I had to throw the fuck up. I don't know how y'all do it. I'm not trying to be mean. I swear to God, if you're a guy and you're listening to my podcast and your dick is uncircumcised, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not, I promise. I'm not saying you're not going to get no pussy from a bitch because some girls don't care, but I just could not do it. Now, granted the guy on the video, his, the fucking skin, Oh my God, y'all, the skin around it was so thick. And like when he like pulled it down, it was so much like it kept yanking back up because his dick wasn't like fully hard. So he keep touching and touching and touching it. And the fucking <coughs> literally I threw the fuck up. Thinking about it make me throw up. Thinking about what the fuck it could have possibly smelled like. Listen, if you're a man and you're listening to pod and you're not circumcised, I'm I'm sorry. But I'm not fucking you if you're not circumcised. I have never had a yeast infection. Thank you, Jesus. Pet the pussy. No yeast infection. No bad, 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 serious, bad, bad situations with my vagina ever. No STDs. I'm just scared. And I don't like the way that shit look. So if you're a guy and you're listening, I swear I'm not trying to be... I'm, I don't... Because I'm telling y'all, I, I was on talking to my sister and the nigga really went and got circumcised. He was about 40 fucking years old. I don't know why the fuck he did it because he wasn't getting none from me anyway. Because the whole time I would be thinking, damn, I remember how it was when I got my son circumcised when he was a baby and it was red and it was all this care and extra love you had to put to it. So I can't imagine doing it at 40. So, I mean... Go yell at your mom for not getting you circumcised because I'm not fucking sucking no dick that look like that. And I don't like sucking dick with condoms on, so that's not even an option for me. So, sorry. So, homegirl, to answer your question, <laughs> no, I would not fuck someone that wasn't circumcised. I'm just not. Nope. Not doing it. Nope. Not doing it. I have time for one more question. And this question is from um, one of my rivals. <laughs> he's not a rival. He's just a male listener that's always giving me flat. But anywho, he wants to know why do women 
seriously expect unconditional love from men, from a man? And I'm like, is that a serious question? Um, it made me think about things. It made me think about things. And I just was talking to somebody today about um, inner inner happiness and finding happiness and, and self-love. And ladies, if you're out here and you're still expecting Johnny, Ronnie, Vicky, or Mike to come in and sweep you off your fucking feet and love you in ways that you've never been loved and touch you in ways that you've never been touched and give you this exhilarating, life-changing fucking love experience. Stop. The only motherfucker that's unconditionally going to love you is the a baby that came out your twat or the twat belonging to the person that you can't, the person belonging to the twat that you came out of or your daddy, if you're lucky enough to have one. I don't think that any human being should expect any unconditional love from another human being because if that was true, there would be no divorce. You know, the only person that loves you unconditionally is yourself and the divine, hopefully your parents and your motherfucking children. And you probably will only unconditionally also love those same people because unconditional means without conditions. And um, you abandoned me. Love don't live here no motherfucking more. And also ain't nothing going on but the goddamn rent. So my heart don't really pitter-patter unless all the other factors is in play too. Like I understand you can meet somebody, fall in love with them and care about them, but unconditionally is some other shit. When you talk unconditional, unconditional is heavy. So I don't know what women you're referring to, baby. I don't know what women you've met that like put the whole hearted happiness on your dick, on the tip of your dick. But I think that's a facade. I think that's bullshit. I think people in relationships say what they think they're supposed to say or do the shit that they think they're supposed to do because that's what people say that you're supposed to say. Oh, I love you. I love you with all my heart. No, the fuck you don't. <laughs> Sidebar, I hate when people say they love me. I'll talk, I'll get into more of that next time because, oh yeah, it's almost our one year anniversary. Make sure y'all save the date, November 10th. The flyer will be posted soon. Um, comes back to love one year anniversary. You you don't love me. Stop saying you love me. <laughs> I love my fucking self. Take some time this week to love on yourself. Do something that makes you happy and center yourself and just practice authenticity. I'm telling you, it's a shift about to happen. And what we know of and the things that we do for fun is going to stop. Thank you for listening this week. I love y'all guys. I know I was all over the place, but that's what I do sometimes. Thank you. Love you. Big kisses.